And we are back for another episode of Rewind and Reconsider. I am your host, Harrison Fagan, joined, as always, by my lovely wife and co-host, Mia Fagan, for what is mercifully the last episode of our Princess Movie Marathon, and joining us to talk about his favorite Disney princess movie, Raya and the Last Dragon, is our close personal friend, two-time Rewind and Reconsider guest and youth football coaching legend Chris Sheets. Chris, how's it going doing today? doing very well. Thank you for such a great introduction. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I had to get the two-time guest yeah. in there. You have so many accolades. It's possible you've been on here three times, but we don't do that level of research on this show. No, no, not, it's too much, too much time to be taken. Exactly. So, Chris, do you remember, I mean, this movie didn't come out that long ago, but do you remember where you were the first time you saw this movie and sort of what you liked about it? Yeah, so I had just started working with the city of Glendale with the Parks and Recreation Department, and I started out working with uh, youth summer camps, and on Fridays, we would do movie days, and Raya and the Last Dragon happened to be put on Disney Plus. So the kids didn't really have much of a choice. We kind of just put it on for them. Because I was like, I want to watch it. So you guys are going to watch it. Oh, so you got to, you got. I to got pick. to pick. Usually we, we would have them. Well, he, yeah, he's the adult with the Disney Plus exactly. access. So yes, he got to so, pick. But, but even then, even before that, like we would give them like options. But since it was like a new movie, we figured, uh, you know what? It's a new movie. Maybe the kids will want to see it anyways. And I was like, whether they did or they didn't, I was going to watch it anyways. So Chris, you knew you were going to like this movie then, or you, at least you thought so. Uh, did you? Did it end up sort of? You know, I guess you said it's your favorite of the Disney princess movies, which never, again, like low bar. That. I don't but, think he's ever said that. Well, this is the one he wanted to come on I for, mean, so he, I'm assuming he, he, it was. He's not far off. Oh, okay. I did not know. Like that. I think, Please I think continue. it was like behind like Mulan. This is probably one of my favorite Disney princess movies. Oh wow! So when you were, because like. You weren't expecting to watch it, so were what were what your were your expectations before? Were you like excited to see it, or were you just kind of like ah, it's something new? I'll put it on for the kids. Um, more along the lines of it was something new, and I'm like anything that has like dragon in the title, I'm most likely going to watch it because I just enjoy <laughs> dragons. So you're like I'm yeah, yeah. you're like an honorary Targaryen. Yes, I uh, no, no, no. no. Never mind. No, I just got I just got the reference, and I no, I don't want to be associated with that. So, but I mean, just from the trailer, like there wasn't much like explained, so that also intrigued me. And when I started seeing more trailers, there was still kind of like I don't really know exactly what this movie is going to be about. So I was I was even more interested in watching it. I think that's kind of what I felt like too. I like the trailers really didn't tell you what was going on. It showed you Raya and then her little pill. I feel like that's pill. the case for a lot of these Disney princess movies, though. And it's because like the plots are so simple that if they show much of a plot outline in the trailer, then it sort of gives the whole movie away. I guess, but I don't know. But I mean, I for the, I mean, for the most part, like a lot of the Disney 
princess movies were just based off of fairy tales where this is like a completely like other than like brave like it's a completely different um like new idea that is true yeah or moana was a completely different new oh, idea yeah. too so don't forget her don't Sorry. forget her Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, from the from the mind of Lin Manuel Miranda. No. <laughs> so, Chris, what did you end up liking so much about this movie? Because I think Mia and I have our own thoughts on it. But uh, I mean, uh, you said it's your favorite behind Mulan. People have heard us talk about these princess movies for like eighteen hours worth of audio now. Um, what did you end up like? What was it that made this one stand out so much to you? Um, funny enough, it was the fact that there was no singing in it. <laughs> Damn. This is why we're friends. Um, and and like and I had actually like not seen Brave until like last year as well. Did you? Like yeah, that I one? enjoyed Brave too. Like I thought um, it was interesting. I didn't enjoy it as much as Raya, but I think um, like like the the Raya story where it was like there was a lot more things at stake. And there was a, like more more characters that I thought had like major roles, and the like the like it also kind of reminded me of the last Airbender, where you have like these different nations, and like they're all like um, warring over this like resource that they think is going to protect their land from this like all-consuming evil. Yeah, I never really made that connection with the last airbender but you're right it does kind of have that kind of different sides and different nations and stuff like that just like the show mia what did you like about this movie when it initially premiered because i think you were pretty excited to see it as well and then i think it's safe to say it lived up to expectations right um actually i kind of don't really remember this movie because we saw it at a drive-in and the sound wasn't that great and like i I, i'm sure i'll enjoy it once i watch it again but i just don't really remember much from this movie i'm sorry okay i I, I thought that was a great date but i guess not (laughs) (laughs) no but you ended up actually liking it no i I didn't i didn't actually like it uh, because the sound wasn't that great so i never said i didn't like it i just don't remember it so i will no and i have and i had to spend time with you so that's oh my god but you did end up liking it i think you said you were like surprised that you actually liked it yeah, I mean, I guess my hearing's just a little better than yours. I'm oh sorry, my, my car's audio speakers don't live up to <laughs> your your high quality like audiophile nature. I remember th- the action being pretty fun. Like, I, you know, she's pretty badass. She has like a sword and shit like that. So yeah, and like honestly, Aquafina was not as obnoxious as I expected. So that was that part. That was like a pleasant surprise too. Yeah, I really had to drag you into this movie, even though you're all like, yeah, I really did not want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but. I think watching it again will make me remember what I liked about it. So, yeah, well, I would certainly hope so. Well, yeah, because I, I, because I, like I said, I watched it with the kids, and then like, still was like having to like supervise, pay attention, walk back and forth more than I would have liked to. So mm-hmm. I actually like a week later when I had a day off, put it on just to watch, you know, by myself everything like that and like you were talking about like the the action sequences in it are like really really cool especially like the fight scenes and like the, the chase scenes and stuff like that like i i remember it being like for a disney princess movie like like over the top with like a lot of the action sequences 
I also feel like there were a couple, usually like all of these movies have one twist, and I feel like this one had a couple that were all pretty good and I didn't necessarily see coming, uh, like a couple subversions of audience expectations and things like that. So, I mean, honestly, I'm sort of excited to watch it again, and not just because it means the end of this marathon. No, no, it, it, that's why you're excited. I mean, that's part of it, but that's not all I will all say, Harrison, just like... You've been such a trooper because I, I I've been listening to each episode so that way I'm pretty prepared to see how I compare to all the other guests. But like, what about me? I'm a trooper too. I'm going through this Mia, too. You, you, you yeah, forced you, this on this us. This was your idea. You're not a trooper for putting up with the situation you created. <laughs> I have to put up with you. I mean, that's you voluntarily <laughs> did that. Whatever. I just want some credit. <laughs> No, you don't get any credit. You're you're gonna get credit when we go through the eighteen Adam Sandler slash sports movie <laughs> Harrison marathon that we're doing up next. You have it prepared. Yeah. Okay. This is gonna be alternating sports movies and Adam Sandler movies plus some Adam Sandler sports movies. But <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go watch Raya the Last Dragon. We'll be right back. Right, and we are back. We just watched Ryan the Last Dragon, and before we get into everything, Harrison is going to do the 60-second summary in which he summarizes the movie in 60 seconds. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. All right, so the movie starts out with they're in a land called Kumandra that used to have dragons, but there's no more dragons, but they left behind a magic egg, but the whole nations, all the six nations started fighting over it, and... But then, like, Raya, who is a princess, his, her dad wants to bring all of Kumandra back together, so he invites all the other nations to come to his place. Raya makes friends with one of the daughters of one of the other nations, and then she betrays her, stabs Raya in the back, not literally, but almost, and then steals the magic egg, but then it, during the kind of pursuit, it breaks, and then the Droon, which are these evil, like, purple fog things, come up, turn everyone into stone, Raya has to collect all six dragon pieces, it, during the process wakes up Sisu, the last dragon, gets her powers with each successive piece, but then eventually Raya's friend accidentally kind of shoots Sisu, uh, and then they all have to kind of team up and put aside their differences and trust each other to build dragon magic together, and then a bunch of My Little Pony-style dragons come together and save the whole world, and all the droon are gone at the end. I was like a minute and... No, you hit the stop late. I, I was all in right, time. You, you're, <laughs> my reflexes are not, are not your bad timing. All right, whatever. Yeah, you, you did it. Those of you at home, get your stopwatch out. I was within the time limit. Okay. Yeah, no, you were in the time limit. I'll give yeah. you this one. It was good. It was good. You, you pretty much, I think you hit everything. Yeah, I, you know, I was flying there at the end a little bit. I definitely glossed over some plot points. But I think I got like, you know, people have seen this one relatively recently because it's not that old of a movie. So if they've seen it at all, like, well, that, I mean, that should jog your memory. It. I mean, he didn't see it in theaters when it came out. But, I, but, I, but I've seen it. It took a while re- to watch it. But I've no, seen it he recently. Just, he just said, he, yeah. Oh, recently. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay. Anyways, but you fit that all in because this movie's pretty long it's about a two-hour movie i think yeah i think it's two plus hours right it's a fucking long movie it's a little bit under two hours yeah because we we actually split it up in two parts because we were like i don't think we can fit through this we're old (laughs) we can only we can only sit through a movie like maybe like an hour and a half and then we're like okay we're done but yeah it's quite a quite a long movie actually i think this has been like the longest one out of the princess movies I'm not sure I will if that's say, true. I will say, Tangled felt Harrison, longer. Yeah, because you hated it. <laughs> you, you said the dragon egg 
they literally explain in the movie that it's like the collective souls. It's a crystal of all the other. Dragons. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Orb. I should have said orb. I didn't mean. <laughs> egg. To, to be I'm... fair, we just watched the new episode of House of the Dragon, so I think you might be a little. Uh, yeah, I, I got my dragon terminology mixed up, but that, yeah. that's a good flag. Okay. It was not an egg. There was no dragon inside of it. It was a magical orb containing all of it. Was it was the soul stone for the dragons? Basically. Yeah. 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 Why? And they had to assemble, assemble the Infinity Gauntlet to snap the dust monster, the purple monsters, out of existence. This movie, though, not a ripoff of Avengers Endgame. Not in any way. <laughs> well, kind of, because everyone turns to stone. No. And, like, no. dustish a little bit. No, we're not doing that? All right. No. I just, I mean, if you really think about it, it, does, it is kind of like Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Where they, like, have to go save people, and then they come back after five years, and they're like... I, I was, like, Whoop. I was half expecting, you know, other princesses from the movies to show up. It's like, like, they're, like, the Mulan theme plays, and she just appears, and, you know, mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty just wakes up somewhere, and comes charging <laughs> in. It's time. <laughs> Ariel is the one propelling their, uh, you know, their boat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. But... So, like, like but I was None of that happened. Intro. All right, so, what did... Oh, like... Out of out of all the like the like Disney princess movies, I felt like this was the one that had a lot of like there was more at stake. In a sense, yeah, I guess so. I think this is the Mo- stakes are definitely higher in this one than in most of them. No, Moana had pretty yeah. high stakes. I mean, yeah, like if she I mean Mulan come- has pretty mm-hmm. high stakes. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Okay, so maybe there's like three movies that have yeah. huge high stakes, but. Everything else is kind of just like, oh no, the princess. It was I'm, I'm it, in it, my it, problems. <laughs> yeah, and it was also like it was like super action heavy. It really like was. The, I think the action was done really well. Yeah, I like actually thought the, that was one of the scenes. you know sort of as we get into the strengths mm-hmm. of the movie. Like I thought that the the choreography, or I guess choreography is the wrong word, but I the could use the, the fight scene design was really cool. Raya's weapon, yeah, or uh, I mean, formerly her dad's weapon, the sword that's oh, that also sword sort of really a grappling cool. hook, like was really mm-hmm. cool. Sort of weaponry design. Um, I thought that you know, like her battles with her friend, what was her friend's name again? Namari. Namari were you know really kind of again. And well shot is the wrong word for an animated movie, but well, sto- well, well storyboarded. Um, you know, I thought that it was cool, like displays of martial arts and, you know, uh, back yeah. and forth. And Yeah, you can tell that the production probably did a lot of research in, like, in weaponry. Because, like, I mean, I think pretty much every other person in this movie has, like, a different... It's not, like, one weapon. Like, yeah, it's a sword, but, like, Namari has, like, two swords and, like, other people have, like, other stuff. And I think that's that's kind of cool to show, like, different... The different types of weaponry, weaponry. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's you almost got that word right. Yeah. <laughs> you got a you got an extra you, syllable, but that's okay. Yeah. You got you got to sound it out, Mia. Yeah, I had to do it like three times, but no, I, you, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and that was I think overall one of the biggest strengths of this movie was well i guess a strength and a weakness but we'll touch on the strength part of it first was the amount of kind of world building that went into this movie like it was a very you know it wasn't a world that we knew before it wasn't like some of these other things where like we some of these other princess movies where you come into it sort of vaguely understanding the rules of the land the basic history the time period you know the the rules Magic. of the universe type of thing yeah. uh whereas this one i think they established a lot of lore a lot of different types of creatures 
There's a lot of really cool character and creature design in terms of, like, new types of animals and monsters and all the, like, everything in between. I thought there was, it was just a really, really creative movie that I felt like almost every single frame popped in kind of a unique way. Like, it was colorful, well-animated, you know, the the, the people was good of, too. it was Talon was the evil nation, right? Or the sort of evil nation? Yeah, I think. Or was it Fang? Fang. Yeah, it was, it was Fang. Fang. Yeah, yeah Fang. they ride cats the for cat, some reason. The, the cat people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why cats? Who knows? It doesn't matter. They're cat people. They actually look like kind of like cats. Yeah, too. R- Raya's companion is like a uh, like a pill bug combined with like, a dog like a, that it's rolls. A bear, no, it, it looks oh, like an armadillo. Okay. Yeah, you know that was a better description of that, Chris. I <laughs> it, but, 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 no pill but, bugs. That's the same but, thing. But it was, like a, it was like a it was like a armadillo roly poly. Yeah, yeah, with a cute face. And you know who uh, Tuck Tuck was? Uh, his name's Tuck Tuck, by the way. And actually, Tuck Tuck actually means, I believe, in Southeast Asia, it's Tuck Tuck is like a form of like transportation. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that, that makes sense. But do you know who voices Tuck Tuck? There is not a voice for Tuck Tuck. There is. You know who does it? Who? Alan Tudyk. <laughs> You're joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> it's the what same the hell? Does he have like blackmail on like the people? <laughs> are they are they money laundering? I don't like, know. This... He just did a chicken in Moana, and now he's back for the. They're what like, yeah, doing? no, it's not. It's not suspicious that we keep giving this guy three million three million dollars to come in and make animal noises for a Disney movie. He's he's the only one that can do it. I mean, he's good. You didn't know it was him. He just really yeah. No, he really in the disappeared. Yeah. In the <laughs> you know his little. I, I would have never. Yeah. I would have never guessed it was him. I wonder what it said like on the script. I'm half convinced you're trolling. I'm me. not. I looked it up. That's why I was before the, before we started. I was okay. like, I gotta look. Something we gotta up. open an FEC investigation <laughs> if he's if he's voicing another animal in another Disney movie listen, after if this. If you're good at it, Disney's gonna use you. Disney's like, listen, we have you on our payroll. You're gonna do the next. He's five stealing jobs from voice actors. He's stealing jobs from animals. Well, no, the thing about. I like Tuck Tuck's design because he's like it's he's such a cool like kind of different character and he rolls. But the thing that we were trying to figure out is he has a saddle on him and she rides him while he rolls. Like, how the fuck does that saddle work? Like, did you like look at it? Because it's like, what is it attached to? Well, I would feel like it would, like, like fit the geometry of like a unicycle. I guess, but like the the spokes. Where, like, yeah, where does the bottom part go? Yeah, how like does is it, that how does stabbed into his in, spine? Yeah. I don't I, like. I don't know. Maybe we should ask Alan Tudyk. Yeah, well, well, ask, at, ask him about the lore of his character. And also, <laughs> whose blackmail do you have? <laughs> um, I like that, and then yeah, just I think this movie was very colorful, and the. Like, even the water, like, I, I know in Moana, like, the water is a huge, like, character. And not in this movie as much, but it still has that realistic look to it that just, like, you can't believe that it's actually CGI at that point. <laughs> so, it's just, well, I don't know, they're so, probably just going to get better and better. So they said they, like, so they're not just, like, regular dragons, they're water dragons. Yeah, so, like, they, yeah, they, and they, they have rep- fur. These dragons have yeah. fur. And they so also like, look like Elsa. To, to me, it felt similar kind of to like the um, the dragon that was introduced in Shang-Chi. Where it was like... It's, in it's what like way? A, because it was a water spirit dragon. Wow. And like like that, like, no, wow, Mia, no. <laughs> 
was not was not thinking of that sense at all. <laughs> oh, like water. Oh, because yeah, because Shang Chi's dragon like does go in the yeah, water and it, stuff it, like it, that. It, it like water bended. Yeah, and it has that kind of wavy body. All right, we'll give you that one. We'll give you it. Okay. P- p- points. <laughs> Mia was ready to cancel you, but that's okay. Yeah, you you won this debate point. Points for Chris. Yeah, so I guess this... Yeah, I know. Points for Chris. The The dragons also have, like, powers, but I don't know. Like, it to me, it kind of seemed, like, random. Like, this dragon sh- can shapeshift, and this one glows, and this one can sort of fly. It did seem like the powers were... <laughs> they were like, all right, so where is the plot taking us? Okay, what, what, what that's what need? powers the dragons have. Yeah, that was yeah. a little like, uh, okay, sure, yeah, no, this dragon definitely has shape-shifting powers. What do they need it for? I don't know. Stuff. Reasons. Yeah, but well, like, that's just my skipping towards the end, that was one part where I was, like, kind of upset because you don't get any real dialogue between, between yeah. Sisu and any of her siblings or anything. They're just like, oh, we're alive again. I'm gonna get Alan Tudyk was sick. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't voice all the other dragons. Yeah, but that was. I was also because I remember watching it for the first time, and I was like, "Oh, all the dragons are gonna talk. Are they all gonna have Aquafina's voice? So we're gonna have like cool cameos from different yeah. actors?" No, they just yeah. didn't say it. They like gave they they, they gave her character a bump, and they were just like, "Oh, family, family, yeah." But then all the dragons came back. It wasn't just her siblings. Yeah, it was though. all of them. Yeah, all all the dragons that had turned to stone. They so, were all good. Yeah. Just t- perfectly fine. In perfect shape. Just like her dad. Speaking of her dad, can we talk about Raya's dad? Because they did not have to make him look that good, but they did. <laughs> and I don't know what it is about animated dads in Disney, but mm, he looks fine. You, are you gonna Are you going to deny me that? I mean, he's an animated character. I, he's good looking. They didn't have to make him that good looking. I'm, I, mean, I think I'm. Am I alone on this? I mean, she's not lying. Thank you. Thank you. They could have made him look like the one dude who joined their band of misfits from Spine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like the, like, they could have made him really fat. They did not. They made him look good, and that was for us. All right, well, I'm glad you got something out of this movie, and that was, like, your main positive takeaway. Also, he has a very nice voice, because he's he is voiced by Daniel Day Kim, who is also very handsome in real life. So I think they wanted to do him justice in that movie, too. <laughs> so what did you think of Raya? You know, the princess. The whole reason that we're here. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Chris, what did you think about Raya? I enjoyed Raya as a character. Just, like, even though it was, like, really simple just like her progression from a child having trust issues going yeah 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 like i mean justifiably so she was kind of the first person she trusted literally caused the world to end so i feel like that's going to give you trust issues yeah you know what we call that trauma (laughs) well and, and 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 even before that like her dad was just like trying to like get it into her he was just like no like you gotta take the first step you gotta be able to open your heart all this and that and then like you can see through this journey she like meets this young kid who loses his family and i and one thing when i started watching this movie again was i completely had forgotten about all the other side characters besides the dragon and her 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 um her like Nemesis, Nemesis or Namari. 
Like, I forgot about the little boat kid. I forgot about the little baby that was being raised by three, like, monkeys. Things. The the monkey with the monkeys with nine stomachs. Yeah. Yeah. And Randomly. and then and then this this big brute who lost his entire not just his family his entire village. Mm-hmm. And yeah, her taking those steps was really interesting. Into trusting and all trusting of all of them even after everything that happened with Namari. Yeah, I think this movie. I don't know. This movie kind of has a weird message where it's all like, trust people, but don't trust them too much. Because, like, at the end, like, she does trust people, but, like, that's still. Yeah, it does feel like it it gets a little muddled just because. It's like, what do you want us to do? Do you want us to trust people? Because apparently she trusted someone and that didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, the part where, you know, where, uh, where Namari shoots Sisu, you know, because, like, that was Raya still not trusting her. She, like, jumped out to. Understandable because Namari had her finger on the trigger trigger with the bullet. that, that That caused her to panic and shoot the crossbow. Okay, but she was gonna shoot her anyways. Maybe, maybe not. Well, yeah, no, no, no one knows. Me, me personally, I think Namari reacted after Raya did her little sword slingshot. I don't know. I feel like I did not like Namari as a character. I thought she was just like unredeemable. Like she was just kind of a bitch, and like she, she was did just... kind of cause the world to twice. end twice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was like, girl, what is going on? Like, what do you want? You're like fans of dragons, but just then... because she didn't have rice at home, <laughs> like that's what she was really mad about. She's like, she's like, we gotta, we gotta steal this orb and kill this entire village because I don't, I haven't had rice in a long time. I, I mean. I guess that's understandable, but, like, she's, like, I guess you could could say, like, you know, her mom was kind of controlling her, but then her mom gets forgiven pretty quick, too. They're all, like, all at the party at the end and shit like that. I'm like, excuse me, why is this war criminal here? Yeah, why is war criminal McGee here? (laughs) (laughs) She should be in prison for her crimes against dragons. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't really like her character. I just didn't think that she should have gotten redeemed at all. Like, if anything, she should have just died. Yeah, I also (laughs) thought that the... The banter between her and Raya was, like, really cringy in the one scene when they did it. And thankfully, I guess, like, I don't know if they realized that it just didn't work. And they went away from that the rest of the movie. But it just, like, wasn't there for the rest of it. So that was good. When she was fighting her and when she was in, like, the the little snowy place. Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about earlier on when she runs into her, uh, when, after she first wakes up Sisu. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think their dialogue wasn't really all there. Like you were saying, Harrison, no. like the back and forth, I was kind of just like, pull out your swords, start fighting. Just do yeah. your thing. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. And, and, you got shit to and, do. And, and that was more enjoyable. Like their, their fight scenes, I think, were really, really, really well done and well animated. Yeah. And choreographed. We can say that. I'm sure they choreographed yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> Um, what did you guys think of, um, Sisu, the dragon? Because I know Harrison has a disdain for Aquafina. He's not the only one. I mean, I just don't find her that funny. I'm sorry. Like, Girl, I... What did you think about her in this movie? Uh, she was fine. Tolerable? Yeah. It's because he couldn't see her face. No. No, I just no. Wasn't, She just didn't seem like, she wasn't, like, as, I guess, like, uh, what's the right word here? I don't know, it was extra? Like, yeah, she well, w- fun fact, all of her lines are ad-libbed. There's no way. There's, yeah. 
they basically did what they did with Robin Williams with the genie. What? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, I definitely would have expected her to be way more obnoxious if that was the case. They probably but... edited it and toned it down a bit. Yeah. She... They're like, all right, give us a like a really, I mean, really benign take. You kind of have to like admire that, like, if it's all ad lib, like, it really does flow well with the story, and like her, she really did develop her character. Yeah. No, As... I mean, honestly, that makes the performance a little more impressive to me. I guess they probably gave her the overall gist of like, here's what you're trying to say. No, yeah, I'm sure they yeah. give the situation and like yeah. what the dialogue is, and she. I think there's like a multiple takes. I think that's how it works. I don't yeah. know, but um, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah, she was a little less obnoxious. Well, yeah, I feel like with a lot of her roles, she's just, like, a little too much, like, in your face. Where this mm-hmm. one, it felt, like, a little more tame. Like, there were certain... It was restrained. It was restrained. There were certain lines where I was kind of just like, eh. I am, yeah. I'm, yeah, like, I, she's supposed to be... Yeah. She's supposed to be a little bit ditzy, yeah. I think, but because she's so trusting and, like, she's been asleep for 500 years, she's like, no, humanity is great. Why are her, we not... her repeated thing about like wanting to get them a gift yeah. <laughs> was I, I feel very like funny. I feel like that's like a very Asian culture thing that like you do not go over to someone's house that you are meeting without a gift. Well, and just that she thought that like the like it, it was just funny that she thought like you know it's like there's been literal centuries here of geopolitical <laughs> divide, and she's like, well, if you bring them a gift though, honestly, everybody loves a gift, and you everyone know? loves food. How do you think they all got together in the first place when her dad was like, no, we're not going to fight everyone that's coming. We're all going to feed them. We're all going to be chill. Well, I guess that didn't no, really end up that no. way either. Exactly. Yeah, I did think that kind of her like her ditzy nature and not being it was like sort of an interesting commentary that the movie made on the <laughs> way that myth making happens, where like because she was the last dragon and the one that sort of saved the world, the what gets passed down to future generations is that she was this like gigantic monster dragon that like saved everyone. She was the biggest and most powerful of all of them, and it turns out like no, she just kind of like was the youngest yeah she was the youngest and they all like sacrificed themselves to save her they didn't actually explain why she was like the chosen one it was no it was was just like circumstance they were just like oh well (laughs) somebody has to activate the magic orb i don't know did she volunteer herself no no i didn't think so yeah they didn't really explain that no not really she's just like oh you gotta trust in people yeah they trusted that she would do the right exactly. thing and that she'd but get it why? done. What? What? On what grounds? I mean, I think I, I think know. you I think you see that through she, the movie. That she, oh, that she's very like caring and like loves trusting humanity, and trusting. Sees the best in people. Yeah. I guess, but like, like she, I don't know what that's, she has a lot of hope. You know, rebellions are built on hope. <laughs> um. When I was watching this, I mean, it. as we said, it was a very long movie. And I think this movie would honestly have been really good as a TV show. Because you have all those lands yeah. and stuff. And you can, with, like, episodes, you can kind of spend a little bit more time. Because it, it looked really cool how, like, each section of the Kumandra, like, had a different, like, color scheme. Mm-hmm. And people look different, different style and stuff like that. And I think with having a lot of side characters... They just didn't have enough time to develop them. Because, like, you know, if that guy, that, like, really big guy from Spine and the baby and the monkeys all died, I would have been like, all right, that sucks. But 
I mean, I don't really know them as much, I think. I did. It's funny that you say that because I did make a couple notes during this one of, number one, like, the the first 20 minutes of the movie are flashbacks and exposition dump to kind of get you caught up to the current world. And then there's, like, another 10 minutes of exposition dump to just kind of be like, hey, here's where things are, like, you know, just catching the dragon up. And it just felt like... It felt like a a Wikipedia... A ton of the movie felt like a wikipedia summary of a tv show like they're just like they're just like here's all these things about all these different lands and why all this is bad and how all this works and yeah they they had to because it was a whole new world and you feel like you understand it by the end of it it just it did feel like it was something that would have been better served in a longer format Mm -hmm. probably that would have given these characters more time for growth too instead of just explaining the world well yeah that's why you watch avatar the last airbender because it's kind of the same thing, no? I yes don't really no. see them as similar at all, but I, 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 I kind of do I, see it similar. Just just because you have these different nations that are like they have yeah, their and then own like you know, and they're and... all fighting. Like at the beginning, they were kind of all like trying to figure out how to live with each other and stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. just the nation thing that kind of well, like makes me but, think of. Well, it, it, it's that, and if it, it, it seems like even. Like, some of the other lands, they alluded to the fact they were just like, oh, like, Fang is the reason why we're in this position to begin with. Like, Fang ruined everything. Like, there's no way we're ever going to be able to trust Fang or anyone from Fang ever again. Like, Fang was the Fire Nation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rightfully so. I mean, everything was fine until Fang attacked. Yeah. (laughs) Those damn cats. You can't trust cat people. And when the world needed him most, Daniel Day Kim turned to stone. <laughs> but yeah i think that's the biggest criticism of this movie is that it's very it's just a lot of ideas which are really great but they just had such a short amount of time that i think this whole idea would have been better as a tv show well yeah i think on a higher budget i mean honestly it would be cool to see them do a series where it's just like oh the six years that passed like Here's Raya growing up in this nation trying to search for Sisu. Yeah, yeah, because you only are catching her at the end where she's finally finds yeah. Sisu instead of her like going around places with her little pill bug. Yeah, and then they go on the whole journey over like the, across this entire nation in the course of like two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I would have liked to spend more time in the different lands just kind of seeing. Because it's like, you know, there's like a night market kind of land. And then there's like snowy mountains. And then there's like a desert. And then there's the cat people. I don't know what their... Their whole thing was they have a moat. Oh, okay. That was what go. made their land. Yeah, it, it, it was just that... Like, yeah, we built a moat. It, it was them just being like, oh, we have to protect everything within our interests, which is our land. Yeah, but then at the end, they're like, okay, never mind, let's join everyone. We're chill now. Yeah, we're definitely not going to betray you guys, like, a fourth time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as we get our rice, I think we're okay. <laughs> like... You know you know what? All the dragons are back. I think we're, I think we're good. Yeah, exactly. Another thing that this movie didn't really explain, which I guess it didn't really have to. It's kind of a fantasy movie. What the fuck were these, like, this purple shit that was eating up everyone? The drone? Yeah. Yeah, it was all of human- humanity's negative qualities come to life. Yeah. Like, negative energy? Yeah. yeah. Why did it... 
But, like, why... It was when people stopped trusting each other, that's when it, like, sprung up. So then why is it being... Why is it always, like, repelled by, like, water? <laughs> uh, it, because they needed swim? a way for the world to still exist? I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. That water, because really... water is life, and they're water dragons, so it's, like, connected to the dragon energy? I think I just solved this. I think yeah, I, just solved I think it. I just figured I it think, out. I think the creators of this movie who are listening. No, I think that's probably what they were going for. I think so. Yeah, yeah. because they did say. Like, I mean, when when Sisu died, all the water disappeared. Yeah. Wait, so, but she didn't really die. She did, did she? but she sort of no, did. She died. Is she Jesus? Oh my god, she's Dragon Jesus. Dragon, Jesus. yeah, Dragon Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, yeah, that that, um, that that was the one thing that like I didn't really understand is after they were able to create the orb again all the dragons came back and then they like basically reincarnated sisu they were just like oh here's yeah. i mean they needed another 30 minutes of exposition <laughs> to make all that well, make sense i think what it was it was a representation of all nations kind of trusting each other which is like you know the guy from spine and then the two, the the little baby from fucking whatever and then you know all of them coming together and trusting each other i think that's what finally broke the spell curse but that, whatever but that, that shouldn't have revived sisu from getting an arrow shot into her chest okay chris she's a fucking dragon okay <laughs> she, she died for all their dragon sins yeah they 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 <laughs> crucified her on the cross and, and on the second day and on the second day she rose <laughs> yeah that's what uh that's what uh disney was trying to get at though you know um yeah jesus allegories that's definitely what they were doing that for but yeah, honestly, I like this movie, but it's not like my top princess movie. I think. What do What do you think? I I would say that Mulan is still my favorite, but this is probably a close second, and then I would put either Aladdin or Moana. Fair, fair. I think this movie. You know, it. I just feel like this movie didn't get as much love as it because it came out it honestly came out the same year as Encanto and Encanto was like a yeah. huge hit and like no wasn't it a year no before? Yeah, it's the same year oh okay. it, it was just, it was just a few and, months before with this movie there's no like actual songs for people yes to, like, and I think that's that's what hurt it too because I, Encanto had songs. Really? I thought that was a plus. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, thought, too. It's a too. plus for some people. For some people, yeah. <laughs> but I mean... For some people. Hey, but I think... The, yeah. the ending song with Janae Aiko is a banger. Yeah, I didn't really listen to it. I'm sorry. Oh, that's, that's... <laughs> I didn't even know that yeah, was her. I, yeah, I stopped at the credits. Oh, that's that's both your guys. Shame on both of you. I'm sorry. See, now, now you have something to do after we end this episode listen to the soundtrack yeah just we're gonna go back and hit like the continue watching and just listen to the soundtrack as god intended just it, it, it's just that one song it's just that one song okay yeah <laughs> all right well anything else i think we have pretty th- i think this is probably the most thorough podcast on raya the last dragon any human being has ever recorded i oh because harrison's right well you know i no I, I just i mean i feel like there's no chance that anyone's recorded a longer podcast on this movie than this wow what are you trying to say that no I'm one really saying cares that we, about this movie? No, I'm just saying that, like, we went in depth. Okay, but, like... I just if, feel like this movie didn't get that much, like, hype, did it? I don't think... I feel like, like I don't it, think there's a dedicated... I mean, maybe there is. I shouldn't say that. 
I I I, yeah. I I was really really interested when I first saw the trailer for it, and like as time progressed, I was just like, I'm still going to see this movie. Like I'm not gonna just like jump out of my seat to go to theaters to see it, but like this is probably one of the or pay thirty dollars to watch it on Disney Plus. That too. Yeah, they were they were charging people thirty dollars to see this movie. Oh, I mean, we paid almost thirty dollars to see it at the drive-in, so. Did we though? Not yeah. really. We spent like twenty bucks, I think. Oh, okay. You're right. That's so much less. <laughs> Good point. But yeah, I think this is a very like. I think because it is so recent, it hasn't had time to become, like, in the repertoire of whatever your kids' movie rotation is yet. I think. I thought it had a lot of cool ideas, but it was just okay. Yeah, to me, it, this is pretty mid. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. I know, Chris, this is like your second favorite Disney princess movie, but... No, but I mean, like, you guys have gone through all of them, and you you guys are more well-equipped to to judge them than I am. Uh, well, yes, I we wouldn't are. call Thank us you. an expert, but, you know. I, I actually, I changed my uh, Twitter bio to include Disney princess expert. No <laughs> way that backfires I, on I, me. I would just like to say, I, I would like to give you a personal round of applause, Harrison, for getting through this whole entire... Oh segment because i was i was listening to a few episodes and i could see you i could hear you you know kind of just like gritting your teeth just being like uh all right uh let me i don't yeah. know how i feel too much I mean, about this movie yeah <laughs> thank you chris like you know it is like my service to the podcast i don't think goes recognized enough um but oh my God. i am currently thinking of like how can i come up with 10 movies in a row that are of the same genre that I can tie together that Mia's going to hate sitting through. And I have some ideas. I have not, uh, I haven't finalized it yet though. So it has to but, be, you're it, keeping it a secret. Yeah. It has to be Harry Potter. It is. Yeah. You know, he doesn't like Harry Potter. Yeah. No, not a fan of those then, movies. Then I don't know how you're ever going to give Mia <laughs> the same type of, I know. Um, I won't say torture. I'm going to figure something out. I mean, the problem is we've watched too many of Sandler's catalog. Otherwise, I would have just said, like, Adam Sandler And we watched all Fast and Furious movies. Or Well, but you liked those, so that doesn't count. You can go obscure, and instead of Sandler films, you can do all his buddies' films. Oh, this is a good idea. Chris, what are you... You're not allowed on the show. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna watch every Rob Schneider movie. No, please. Start every single starting with the animal. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Let's go watch a really what I'm sure is a thoughtful uh, interpretation and coverage of sex work. <laughs> I'm sure it's eighth grade. <laughs> please. I'm half kidding, um, but don't Chris, give him ideas. Thank you for coming on the no. podcast and for joining yeah. us to, and for thanking me for my service uh, in closing out this movie marathon. Do you have Mia? anything? Do you have anything to advertise or? Not at the moment. Um, I have some things that I'm putting together, but not ready to, you know, put it out into the public. In the yeah, world, out yeah. into the world. Okay. Try, trying right. to keep it on the on, on the, on the DL. DL under wraps. I respect it, but no. It. Well, we'll we'll keep an eye out then. We'll definitely have to promote. Whatever project you're working on. Well, yeah, on. no, I appreciate you guys having me back on for another episode. Of course, yeah. No, we love hearing all your uh, stories about your football team. So, you know, respect to you, Coach Chris. Uh. <laughs> and Mia, you thought I couldn't do it? 
And I did, so suck it. And uh, we will talk to all of you later.